0: Hey, it's your host Tinto, and I have exciting news to share with you before we get into this weekend's episode. The romantic-dramedy fiction podcast called Private Affairs, inspired by tree events, is now live. In Season 1, Veronica, also known as V, a recent Melbourne transplant from Zimbabwe, unexpectedly finds herself in a situation with a charming Aussie doctor. She quickly has to learn how to keep her wig on when things get sexy, as well as navigate other the complexities of an intercultural relationship. This project is sponsored by the Victorian Government of Australia through Creative Victoria and will be available wherever you get your podcasts. For more information, head over to www.privateaffairspod.com. I'm in. You should. Is that a breakout? I think we have a situation right here. On the Yo, hello Hey, what's happening bro, you good?
1: I'm nice, fam. i good. W-
0: Welcome awesome. to The Feeling Station.
1: Yeah, it's good to be here. Long time coming, eh?
0: <laughs> Absolutely, man. Do you know, I-, I think both our calendars and diaries were a bit hectic over the last two weeks.
1: Ah, no problem. No problem, fam. Let's do this.
0: So before we go too far, I need to let you know that um, I'm recording an episode for The Feeling Station podcast. So please do your best not to say your name, okay? I'll
1: try my best.
0: Brilliant. On to um, uh, the intro. So for those who are listening to this podcast for the first time... It touches on breakup stories that people would like to talk about with the view to give you, the listener, lesson or lessons from my guest story. And that brings me to the exciting part. One of the reasons why it's been very successful so far is we do our best to keep our guests anonymous. And that means I get to give you a name. Are you ready for this one, brother? Yeah, sure, (laughs) sure. So your name comes from South Africa and the name is Zola, which is Z-O-L-A. Zola. Zola. Yeah, that's a very easy one to remember. It's literally four letters. If you don't remember this one, I don't know what I can do to help you, bro.
1: <laughs> Yo, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Uh-huh. Um... I knew a Zola one time in my life, not a pleasant experience. So it's going to be very difficult. It's going to be very difficult for me to forget forget
0: that one. Ah, madness. And that name actually means peace and calmness.
1: Oh, is it?
0: Yeah. So in the story that you're going to share today, who was the more calm individual, you or your ex?
1: No cap, I'm not gonna lie That will have to be me And I think you'll know as the story goes on it's It was definitely me Really? It was all the way 100% me <laughs> Okay, and
0: here's the other fun bit for you right? You need to give me a name that you want to call The lady you're gonna talk about
1: Okay, hey mm. You know, I, I, I wish I had more time to think But I think I'm gonna go back to my books um,
0: Okay
1: I think we're gonna call this one Dolly Dolly? Dolly, yeah, as in Dolly Parton, uh, Dolly, Dolly okay. which is which is um, which is so short for Dolios. Uh, Dolios, oh, I think it's a wow. Greek name, okay. Um that means I think it's it's either great deceiver, oh or my god, or a person that brings confusion or something like that. Wow,
0: it, da- is is this by any chance a reflection of what you're going to tell us later on?
1: Uh, I I think you just have to wait. Oh to find my out god, the
0: suspense, huh? <laughs> the suspense, bro. <laughs> okay, so. Indeed. Um, another reason why this podcast is doing really well is that people learn real life lessons from the stories that are shared. So do you have any lesson or lessons you'd like people to learn?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think most of the lessons that I'm going to bring out, um, I've been an avid listener of your podcast, man, since episode 16. Uh, Nah, thanks, bro. I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure most of these, most of these lessons have been said, but I'm just going to give them my own twist. Okay. Um, for starters, um, yo never ever ever ignore red flags, man. Don't you ever? <laughs> don't ever ignore any red flags. There's no such thing as a little red flag or yeah. a big red flag. A red flag, a red flag, red is, flag is a red flag. flag, a red flag. It's, it's <laughs> don't wow. Red flags.
0: I, I've never yeah. heard the description and warning against ignoring red flags come so strong.
1: No, yo like. I'm going to, if you're going to type this, put it in caps. Never. (laughs) never.
0: Okay. So number one, never ignore red flags.
1: The second one Mm -hmm. um, is if a person brings baggage into the relationship, Mm -hmm. it's okay to say, yo, yo, this is too much and just stop right there. Really? You know, it's, it's sometimes it's okay to just say, yo, this is. I don't think I can handle this much baggage that you're bringing. I have baggage, but you're yo, something yeah, else. Of course, like yeah, of course. Yeah,
0: the next level. So
1: the second lesson, yeah, definitely. It's okay to just stop Uh, whether you're in the talking phase or wow. beginning of a relationship. Like, it's cool to just say, no, this is this baggage is too much. It's too
0: it much for me to handle.
1: handle.
0: Yeah. yeah. Nice. Have you got a third and, lesson?
1: Yeah, I mean, the third one is just trust your instincts, man. Mm-hmm. Just... Trust your instincts all the time, otherwise you go crazy. Yeah, just yeah. Trust trust your instincts and trust God. Sometimes God just gives you signs. Yeah. They're subtle. Yeah. And sometimes they're in your face. So yeah. just trust your instincts and trust God.
0: Oh, nice. I really like those. I'll I'll play those back to make sure I got them right. So the first one is never with the capital never in there, right? Ignore yeah. red flags. Second one, yeah. if baggage comes, it's okay to say it's too much and stop at that very same point. And then the last one, trust your instinct and trust God. Are those correct?
1: Yeah. Ah, very correct. Nice. Quite
0: okay, bad. so tell me about your story with uh, Zola and Dolly.
1: The thing is, I mean, this story starts out sketchy from the beginning because okay. when we met, I was in a relationship.
0: Okay.
1: And i'm not even going to sugarcoat it this relationship was going south man it was it was you know those last kicks of a dying Dying horse yeah yeah whereby um it was it was at that point whereby you would say good morning and the whole day you're not talking and then you just send a, a good night in the evening wow and that that was where it's at that was that was where the relationship was
0: and so it kind of felt okayish to 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 start talking to someone because knew that this was dying is that right
1: we were already talking we were friends um we'd already been friends i mean we we were in the same circles Uh we went out to the same places Mm -hmm. um we we knew each other okay Uh, but it's it got to the point whereby this relationship is not going anywhere so i had more free time to go to those places i see you know you, you know if my girlfriend's not picking up the phone for us to go out then i'm gonna hit this spot and as soon as i hit that spot she's there or the next the next weekend i hit another spot and she was there you know it's mm. either i'll be the first one to get there then she would come through or she'll be the first one to get there then i would pull through nice. and i think it got to the point whereby I just started asking you, yo, where are you going today? Because I know we're probably going to bump
0: into place. each other. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Exactly. So this other relationship, this relationship was dying mm-hmm. and I didn't see the problem in getting to know other people while I was letting this relationship die because my mama taught me, well, she said, never break up with the girl. Uh, so I was waiting for the breakup to come.
0: <laughs> wow. So you were waiting for the breakup to come. And what if she was taught the exact he's, same thing that never break up with a guy? Then you guys would have been stuck.
1: You know. I think I think it got to the point whereby the relationship that I was in started to get, you know, mentally draining. Yeah. She would call me up and say, Yo, let's let's meet up at like eleven. P.M. Then I would would 11 a.m. A.M. Yeah, okay. And then, yeah, she had a small business that she was running, so Mm. she would only be free from 11 onwards. Okay. So I'll go to said place, yeah, and wait for hours, man. I mean, I remember this one time I waited from like 11 until three. Yo. And I'll try to call her, she won't be picking up, and I'll just leave. Yo, one patient brother, man. She would like text me at like eight at night and be like, yo, sorry, something came up. Um, I'm sorry, I stood you up. Uh, it was it Jeez. was. Amazing. That's when I was like, "Yo, I'm so, done." So I'm pull done. the
0: plug. So so you pulled the plug in the end.
1: I had to pull the plug. You know, I I, I, I mean, after talking to my mom. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just gonna say that. So oh, you I know, up, you you probably who... pulling the plug. But what happened was, yeah, I got into a relationship with Dolly mm-hmm. before I pulled the plug. So Dolly sort of knew what was going on and. She was like, yo, you know, I don't care what's going on with your girlfriend. Yeah. I just want in. And okay. we sort of started dating then. And then I think it was like two weeks into the relationship. Yeah. That's when I was like, yo, I can't keep stringing this one along yeah, yeah, yeah. while I'm already starting to build something with someone else. So yeah, yeah. that's when I that's it's, when I decided, yo, let's break up.
0: It's interesting that she was okay to to tag along with you while she still had someone from the onset.
1: Yo, and I think in hindsight, mm-hmm. that's when I realized that, yo, this was maybe a little red flag.
0: Mm, I think but she
1: was cool. She was like, yo, even if it takes like six months for you to break up with your girl. I'm what? Six just, months? Just <laughs> exactly. Because the thing is, I was spending so much time with her. Yeah. It didn't register in her head that I'm in mean, an actual relationship with someone else. Okay. So to her, she was like, yo, I'm the main chick. This okay. other one is a side
0: okay okay yeah that makes
1: sense yeah so we start dating Mm. and um i'm not even gonna lie man it was bliss (laughs) i mean you're coming from a relationship (laughs) where this person is not caring about you and yo i mean candidly speaking Mm -hmm. the relationship that i was in i Mm -hmm. mean we we dated for three years and the last year of our relationship we weren't even sleeping together we weren't even having sex And you go from that to, you know, having, you know, it was the best (laughs) sex of my life. I I mean, it was, it was mind blowing. Wow. And and this, she was just a free spirit. She was open about everything and just having that kind of, it was the first time that I was dating a person that was mature both Mm-hmm. uh in mind and well i'd like to assume in spirit mm-hmm. and it was an awesome time and even my friends were saying yo mm-hmm. dude we see the changes you're happier yeah you you smile a lot you know uh, the places that you used to go we now even see you even more and wow. you're always with your girlfriend it was awesome it now, was you it in was a, a relationship
0: you're in a really good place weren't you
1: it was, it was man. And even like, even for her, mm-hmm. like there are times in a relationship where you can tell that you're being good to that other person.
0: Yeah. Yeah. This like, was one of those can times,
1: tell that, you know? Yeah. Nice. So the thing is when we started dating, mm-hmm. I was unemployed. I had been unemployed for a long while,
0: a long while. How, of, how long yeah, is a long, how long is a long graduation. while?
1: Here? Um, I think, I think it was six months.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I I I had left. It was I left a crazy job, and I was like, no, I can't do this anymore.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I thought that I had other things on offer when I left that job. And yeah. when I did, all of the all of a sudden, you know, people started pulling yeah off the table, and yeah. I ended up being unemployed. Dang. So she was she was employed. She had a, she had a pretty good job. Mm-hmm. And w- so when we were when we started dating. I was the unemployed one she was the employed one Mm -hmm. and you know she would do you know those random little things like send me money out of the blue you know like you know do this do that I was having problems with my car she Mm -hmm. would send me money to fix the car um you know those little things things like she would just know that yo dude is in a dude is in a bind and just give me money out of the blue at first how did you you feel?
0: how did you feel receiving money from her
1: I mean, at first it was, it it sort of bruised my ego a little bit like, yo, I'm not used to this man. Yeah. Like how, like the first time that she offered, I actually said no. And when I went home, I was like, yo man, but I really needed that money. Yeah. I really, really needed
0: it. So what is it that made you say no in the first place?
1: I'm I'm not used to being given money by anyone. You know, if it's not my mum, Mm-hmm. Uh, I would rather not. Even my friends know this. Like, my fr- When I was unemployed, my friends um ended like they would put money into my bank account anonymously because they knew if they asked me direct, I would say mm-hmm. no. Uh,
0: but, but I'm trying uh, to understand what the problem with that would have been because here's here's my approach to to situations yeah. in general. And this is just me speaking for myself. If I have a genuine need and I know that there's someone who's able to meet that need I should have a friendship strong enough for me to say, hey, can you help me fill this hole? And they help me fill this hole. So you had a genuine need. Why was it such a problem when your support network is able to fill in that need for you?
1: Yo, I'm, I, it's just something that I wasn't used to. I mean, I remember I was working before, mm-hmm. and I was the provider. You know, when you, when my friends were in a bind, mm-hmm. I would help them easily. It was it was something that I wasn't. It was the first time in my life mm-hmm. that I was broke, mm-hmm. like I was dead broke. Yeah, and whenever, yeah. even when I was on on you know on social media, people would be talking about broke broke uh, broke geyser, yeah. it would hurt because I knew you know, that's
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you knew exactly what, yeah. what was going on. Okay, interesting. Nice. Yeah.
1: And with, with in my case was mm-hmm. I had used up all of my savings. I had, a, I had a good job before, enough that allowed me to save money. Yeah, yeah. So I had even used up all of my savings. It was to that extent.
0: Yeah, that was deep.
1: Yeah. So it got to the point whereby when she started offering me money, mm-hmm uh it, it i now got used to that it was like accepting money from my mom i, I was now used to it okay. i i i don't remember at any point me asking for money but she would just notice and that's how how that's how close we were she would yeah. notice that oh something's wrong you yeah. know
0: yeah
1: so so the first red flag popped up when i was still broke mm-hmm. so we were driving from work And then she mentions that no a a car passes by like you know your car passes by and she's like yo i'm supposed to get that car and this was the first time that she was mentioning getting a car at any point in the relationship we're like three months in Mm. and i'm like are you saving money or anything you know and the guilt starts coming in am i using your car money what's going on you know yeah 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 and then she's like no um an ex is supposed to give me a car uh and she said it so casually, like, oh, okay. I mean, he's just supposed to give him a car. And I'm like, why? And she's like, oh, it, it was a bad breakup. And he felt bad. He, he got with someone else, ended up getting her pregnant, ended up marrying her. And he just felt bad. So he decided, let me give you a car.
0: For what? As, like, as, as what? As a way of saying sorry for making you feel the pain you did?
1: Those are, those are the exact same questions I was asking. And I was I was confused at the time, but then yo, I couldn't even. the the, the thing is, my mindset was I'm broke, yeah. I can't provide a car for you
0: right yeah. now. So I shouldn't be
1: asking so too many questions. I shouldn't be asking questions if you. If, I, I shouldn't be blocking your blessings. You know that was that was my mindset at the time. Wow. So in hindsight, that yeah. had to be a flag. So, it got to the point whereby this ex was saying, um, yo, the car is with my aunt and I owe my aunt this amount of money. So, if you just fork out that money and give it to my aunt, you'll get the car. Oh, my gosh. Okay, what did she do? Did she fork out the and money? And then, I don't know. At this at, at this point, I don't know. Right now, I know that she did fork out the money. But at that point, I didn't know if she did. She just told me. I'm supposed to be, I think it was 500, 500, it's equivalent to 500 USD. Damn. And that's a see, lot of money. In, you see, that's, Zola, my, that's like,
0: my, my mind is racing here.
1: Yeah. Because I mean, it, back back then it was like, yo, I can't block your blessings. So yeah,
0: no, my mind is racing it's, because for me, my first question would be, you talk to your ex, right? And, and for me, know, I'm assuming you guys were the kind of couple that doesn't bother having the ex discussion when you get together so whatever happened in the past belongs in the past you don't need to know that's what it feels like exactly. so it feels like you guys didn't talk about it but now it's starting to raise its head and now this is a perfect time to ask the question you still talk to yeah. your ex? did you ask her that question
1: i think in hindsight my mind was like she allowed me to finish my relationship while being exclusive to me so I should be asking about the ex. I mean, this guy is offering her yeah. a whole car. So why should I, you know, block those blessings?
0: Because you're the main man. That's all the reason why you should.
1: And, and that, I mean, at that very moment, the thoughts did cross my mind, but yeah. I quickly brushed it off. That's why I was saying, you know, red flag. I mean, never. N- capital never. Yeah, Because yeah. that was very much a red flag.
0: Damn, okay. All right.
1: Yeah, so... So this issue blows over mm-hmm. and, um, I think it was like seven months into a stating I, I'm, I give or take.
0: Mm.
1: She, we went out with a friend and when we started driving home, she was quiet. Okay. I'm like, yo, what's up? And then she's like, why haven't you introduced me to your mom? Uh-uh. So, when we were still friends, when I was, when I was telling her about my breakup, I had mentioned that my ex had met my mom. Okay. But this is three years into us dating. She had to meet my mom.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And my mom, you know, she's an open person. I don't have secrets with my mom. So Uh she was like, why haven't I met your mom when your ex knew your mom? And I, at first I thought she was joking. I actually laughed it off and I was like, oh, you're joking. You're crazy. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I'm driving and I could see that this is really getting to her, you know? And she's like, am I embarrassing to you? Like, am I not worthy to meet your mom? Like Mm. what's going on? That's when I knew, yo, this conversation is serious, serious. Yeah. And then I told her like, yo, I'm like, in as much as my mom is not a traditional person, Mm. I feel like I shouldn't just be introducing every girl I date to my mom. At least let it be serious
0: so does that mean it wasn't serious
1: at that point it was seven months into us dating or having fun you know but the the whole marriage question wasn't up because like i'm still getting to know this person i'm still you know we're still getting to know each other i'm not i'm like i'm broke i shouldn't even mm-hmm. be talking about marriage so that for me was sort of like yeah i'm, I'm confused like why is this even an issue? You will meet my mom.
0: I think it's a very at some
1: point.
0: I think it's a very relevant question. Because there are some people who meet um, someone in, and within three months they propose. And six months down the line they're married. So it feels to me like you would rather have a certain mark being hit before you decide that something is serious. Because you're coming from a three-year relationship, right? Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: True. At, at what point, at, at what year did you introduce that ex to your mom? Two years
1: in? I think it was it was the the final year of so, our relationship. So so three years I, in. I, I mean, I had to introduce her because she had an emergency and I had to drive her a very long distance, like, as, across the country. So I wasn't going to drive across the country with my mom not knowing where I am. Yeah, so yeah, I, yeah. I had to. It was, it was sort of like a need.
0: So, so in your mind, what were you seeing as the amount of years you required for you to introduce dolly
1: for me i wanted uh, i wanted us to be dating for a whole year because at this point i didn't want it to feel like a rebound you know because i'm coming from a long-term relationship Mm -hmm. i wanted to make sure that number one this -hmm. is not a rebound i wanted to make sure that number two the whole phase that we're going through is not just the honeymoon phase you know
0: how long does a honeymoon phase last
1: I've had very long honeymoon phases. <laughs> I've had, I've had honeymoon phases that have been so long that mm. as soon as the honeymoon phase ended, mm. would like break up. in be <laughs> I've had crazy long honeymoon
0: okay. phases. Okay, okay.
1: And at first I thought it was me. Yeah. But then I'm starting to realize that maybe it's it's these other guys that I'm dating because no, okay. those I've had very long honeymoon yeah. phases, man. And uh, okay it's bliss
0: yeah it's bliss. yeah I yeah promise. okay so, so so she asked the question when are you introducing me to your mom and then you saw oh this conversation is serious and then what did you say
1: the thing that raised the red flag for me was mm-hmm.
0: it
1: wasn't it wasn't a conversation more like her making me feel bad for not introducing her to my mom mm. so i'm confused now like yo if we're gonna have this conversation can it be a conversation but then it turned from being a conversation to her accusing me of not respecting her enough, Mm-mm. of not, uh, of, you know, of not being proud of her. You know, am I not worthy? It was that whole vibe. Am I not worthy? What do you see in me? And that's where the conversation strayed.
0: Those are very important questions, though.
1: You know, they are But but they are And and the way that she was presenting them You know, it was You know, let's have a conversation about this mm -hmm. Don't accuse me of doing something That I don't even know that I'm doing
0: Well, she did ask the question She did ask the question So that you'd have a conversation She's like, why haven't you introduced me to your mom? And you laughed
1: I thought it was a joke because this is seven months in. I, yeah. I honestly thought she was joking. And then I, I turned to her and I see this girl is serious. Yeah, so she so wanted a the conversation. So,
0: so, so she genuinely wanted a conversation. So where did it go south? Yeah. It probably went south because she felt she were not taking it seriously.
1: I'm, in hindsight, I think mm. that's where that's where her mind took her. Yeah, yeah. Because I noticed that every time we, we had fights, mm-hmm. It would start off as a genuine question, either by me or by her. Mm-hmm. And as soon as someone takes offense, it's a fight.
0: Okay. Even if
1: it's a little bit, of, if, even if it's a tiny, 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 tiny bit, yeah. then we would fight either on my side or on her side. If I take offense, it's a fight. Yeah. If she takes offense, it's a fight. So most of our serious conversations
0: ended would up turn in fights. Yeah.
1: It, it got to a point where by she came to me and said yo this this can't be the way that we fight So every time you have an issue with me let's Mm -hmm. sit down and talk about it and every time you uh i have an issue with you we're going to sit down and talk about it so that when we do need to have these serious conversations they don't turn into a fight
0: so how did you resolve this one about your mom
1: so the way that the conversation ended was like when it's time i'm going to introduce you but I promise you it's going to be so. That was that was it. You see,
0: now if I was a girl, I wouldn't be satisfied with that answer.
1: She clearly was because that was end of conversation, finished finishing clack. It was done.
0: Or maybe that was like just saying in her head, ah, okay, whatever.
1: I think that's the vibe I got. Like she just agreed because she was tired of fighting. And I also said, whenever, because I was also tired of fighting. It, it was, I think it had to be our first fight.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. It,
1: it had to be, too. So, the, um, the, se- the second red flag for me, or was it the third red flag? The third red flag for mm. me was, I realized at some point during the relationship that she wasn't really a nice person.
0: Mm, what triggered that?
1: Like, she... She she was mean you know like you know she would post things be it on her instagram or twitter or whatever and i mean i know her friends i know her enemy yeah um at this point uh i know the people that she doesn't get along with so i can tell that yo this is a straight dig to this person yeah and then i would like ask her yo but why would you, why would you post this when you know, when you clearly know that the person that you're hitting is literally going to see this? Mm-hmm. Like she wouldn't block the person or make you make, even make the effort of hiding. She would, Like if I can see that you're, you're throwing a dig at this person, then everyone can see it. Yeah, because I'm slow. I'm very slow. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it takes a while for me to get things. <laughs> so if I got it, yeah, obviously the other person got it. So I'm like, yo, why, why are you doing this? Like, and she be like, you, she had those vindictive answers whereby they do the same things to me, or um, when when we when we had a fight, 10 or so year, odd years ago, <laughs> uh, she didn't care <laughs> about my feelings then. So I, why should I care yeah, about, about hers feelings now. now? Yeah you know, it got to that. So it's a very vindictive, tit for
0: tat type of person.
1: Yeah. Like very much tit for tat. Yeah. Like even if we went out and, you know, my, my guys would bring their girlfriends and she decided she didn't want to get along with this particular girlfriend Mm. and she would just turn, you know, she would just turn evil. Yeah. There and then.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Throwing digs, you know, making fun of the person. She would whisper, in my ear, like, yo, look at her nose, you know, stuff. Like, that. <laughs> like in the moment, I'll be high. But yeah. <laughs> and, and then I'll reflect and I'll be like, did she just, did she yeah. just say that? Yeah, me? yeah. And you that know? wasn't
0: right. No, that wasn't right.
1: Yo, that wasn't right at all. And then, so this one day. Um, I'm driving home I and mean, we're driving from, from, from Groove. Yeah, we going, we, we went out, had a couple of drinks. We're mm-hmm. driving home mm-hmm. and then my car had a fault. Yeah. Like it, you know, those sort of like you're putting the car on the side of the road kind of fault. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I pull up, um, I pull over actually and I check and I'm like, yo, I think it was my radiator. Mm. Yeah, something was up with my radiator and my car. Like he, she wasn't moving. She wasn't going anyway. Yeah. So I, I call a text and I'm like, yo, if there's any point, if that, I need to go from here, it'll be home. So you take a taxi back to your place mm. and I'm going to call the mechanic, see if they can fix the car, head straight home. Mm. So I call, I call my mechanic comes, fixes the car. We get home, try to see what caused the problem, you know, and we finished late. Mm. And during this whole time, I didn't charge my phone. Yeah. And then my phone switches off. And, you know, I'm tired. I, we slept late, you know, fixing the car. I was helping this guy out. It was late at night. Um, I mistakenly leave the phone in the car and just head up to the house, clean up and sleep.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I wake up in the morning. I can't find my phone. And then I realize, no, I left it in the car. Mm-hmm. So I rush down, quickly charge the phone. I switch on the phone
0: mm-hmm.
1: and they're like messages from from Dolly mm-hmm. and she those they're like how many oh, are we talking
0: about here? How many messages are we we're, talking
1: about? We're, we're talking about I think 30 30 oh, something oh, messages oh, oh, oh. Oh, and wow. she knew were like, they, the whole time were, but were there any the missed car, calls there?
0: but were there any missed calls there missed, as well?
1: They were missed they were missed calls but they were like app calls because she yeah. can't get through to yeah, my to yeah, yeah. my actual uh, like proper number actual yeah. line mm so she knew that i was fixing the car i was helping my mechanic fix the car because it was late i was holding the light up for him and stuff Mm, mm. so i i suspected that she knew that at any point the phone was going to switch off because it wasn't charged yeah so i'm i'm thinking why is this girl sending so many messages (laughs) so i'm panicking now and i call her
0: yeah
1: as soon as i call her you know that angry voice mm-hmm. you know that you don't want to hear from your significant other mm-hmm. like she could say why are you not picking up your phone come here right now uh-huh. and it was the first time that she said that to me she most times she'd be like babe can you please come over you know that kind of thing yeah but this time it was like come here right now and then she hangs up and then she calls after two seconds i said come here right now what and at this point i'm panicking this car has just been fixed i don't know if i will get
0: there yeah
1: but you know let me just go so i get into the car i get to a place and she stayed in the third floor so i'm climbing up the steps yeah and dude i see blood on the steps oh and the trail leads straight up to her door no and at this point, my heart is beating, like, what the hell? And I knock on the door. She opens the door. Yeah. And her, the left side of her arm has got, like, droplets of blood, like, but they're dried. And I'm like, did you hurt yourself? What's going on? Yeah. And she looks at me, and she starts bawling her eyes out. She starts crying, man. What's going on? Did you hurt yourself? And she tells me, this, these were the first words that came out of her mouth. She said, come sit down, I'm going to tell you something, and I will not blame you if you decide to break up with me after I tell you. Oh my gosh. So she sits me down and I'm like, yo, before you tell me, are you hurt? Mm. And then she's like, I don't even know if this is my blood. Yo, that's I'm mad. Like, what the hell happened? So, at that point, when I'm like asking her, her roommate opens her door mm. and throws her phone, closes the door and walks out. Like when the roommate opened the door, I greeted her like, yo, what's up? And she didn't even respond to me. She just closed the door and left. Mm-mm. So I look at her and I'm like, yo, what's going on? And she said, no, I have an ex that came over and we ended up fighting. What the hell? And in the process of fighting, I, I think I, her words were, I think I cut him and this might be his blood. So I'm like, yo, first of all, why would you fight with your ex? And she said, he came over and started attacking me. He was an abusive boyfriend. So he came over, started attacking me. He has been here before, but the only reason why he didn't come up was because you were there and he saw your car outside. So this time he didn't see your car. So he decided to come up and that's why we ended up fighting and in an effort to make him leave i cut him and then i'm like yo so that's his blood that's you know all over the stairs and stuff she says i think so and like she's scared like she's shivering at this point whoa yo this is crazy man and at that point i was overwhelmed i was like i need to go home so I just stood up and I left, fam.
0: Oh man, what was, jeez, uh, man, that, that 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 was a lot to to take in. What was going through your mind at that time?
1: I was first of all, I was like, why would he come mm. to your place in the first place? Like, do you have unfinished business? I mean, that was the conversation we had like a day later.
0: Is this the same guy who was meant to be getting a, a, a car?
1: It was a different guy. I, oh wow! It was a different guy. So as soon as I get home, that's when the roommate calls me
0: mm.
1: and the roommate tells me that she, the thing that happened was the exit actually dropped the roommate off. And I'm like, first of all, tell me which ex is this. <laughs> yeah. <And then laughs> she tell, the roommate tells me, go ask your girlfriend. Mm. I can't tell you that, but yeah. the reason why they ended up fighting was because the ex came and dropped me off at their place, and she saw that.
0: What the so hell?
1: So I go back, I go back to her place, and we're having a conversation. That's when she tells me that this ex is actually a workmate, and an ex workmate actually. They used to work together, yeah. and they had you know that office romance, you know that office. Yeah, romance. yeah, yeah. So after that fling ended, the ex moved on to the roommate. Oh, this guy <laughs> is so, oh,
0: wow.
1: so she felt slighted that how can you know she considered the roommate to be a friend, friend so how yeah. can she go to her ex, you know? And that's why the fight happened.
0: That's so, v- that, that's very telling of of your relationship with Dolly
1: yeah because Because, why would you be yeah why would you be slighted by that if you're being if you're happy with me that was the question
0: yeah it shouldn't it shouldn't be an issue if your ex decided to be with someone else and it doesn't matter who it is so i I, i know people listening to this might think otherwise that okay you know your ex can't really move to people who are within your circle but hey they're an ex okay yeah and I think this is starting to make sense based on your lesson number two, which says, if baggage comes, it's okay to say this is too much yeah. for me to handle. Stop right there and leave. Because for me, this sounds like um, a good opportunity for you to actually stop and say, whoa, 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 do you know what? I've had ex yeah. business before, first time round with the car issue. And now they're coming yeah. into this scenario and it's proving to be very dangerous because there's blood all over here this is too much for me to handle i'm out of here but i got a question for you yeah did you stay
1: stayed man why why i mean she was a wreck at that point you know she was she was she was a wreck man and she was trying to like get like you know get wind of the situation and all that she was afraid to lose me at the same point. Um, and I was like, I can't leave her like this, you know, she was, she was, she was a wreck. She was, she looked remorseful. And, but the thing that makes me feel that I was too forgiving was after we had that conversation,
0: yeah,
1: I immediately said, you know what? It's okay. If you're over it, it's fine. So I didn't even have time to... I didn't even give myself time to think about it.
0: Why is that though?
1: I, I have... Love, man. I, I mean, it was love. I really, really loved this girl.
0: And and how far into the relationship so was, like, was I this? I can't
1: lose you yeah. over stuff that happened with other people. This is not my fault. It's sort of your fault, but you're remorseful. So, I mean, I'm just going to let this one slide.
0: So... Oh. Uh, that's when how long has how long had you guys been dating for at this point
1: uh, it was still seven months it was right after the 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 mom conversation
0: so at this point you now realize you really love this woman yeah which means you're in a position now to
1: introduce her to your mom and i was seriously considering it too did you do it i i ended up doing that but that's another part of the story
0: Okay, okay, go on, go on.
1: So you know, um, so th- the moment that happened, that's when I drew the line. That's when I was like, yo, if you still have any X issues, you need to check them out now yeah. if you want us to work. Yeah, that's when I that's when I stood my ground and I was like, I can't keep you know overlooking this. You know what? If you still have X issues tell me now yeah. and I can leave. And she assured me like tears in her eyes. She said, nope, yeah. I'm done with my editing.
0: But was it believable when she said
1: that? It, it was, you know, tears in your eyes, you know, she's shaking, you know, she's, she's clinging to you, you know, that whole thing. And you can feel the intensity of the moment, like mm. it's serious. But what I realized now was the intensity was due to her being remorseful and not being, not her being sincere about what she was saying. Right. She was saying, she was saying, yes, I'll do it. But I don't think she meant it. She was just saying it for the sake of saving the relationship.
0: Right. Okay.
1: So immediately after that, mm. um, went back to the honeymoon phase. Immediately. Like, immediately immediately wow. after that, we we're back at the honeymoon phase. We we're back at being, you know, we're the it couple now people start comparing their relationships to us again you know stuff like that yeah and i never told any of my friends about this okay any one of them never told them so to them it was just you know these guys have had a great relationship for the last six seven eight nine ten months Mm -hmm. you know but they didn't realize it at month number seven we had a small bump okay it was a big bump
0: Mm -hmm. we had a
1: bump but then it it wasn't apparent because from then on, we just continued, you know? Mm-hmm. So at this moment, uh, you know, a dude is falling in love, like, and I start actually working hard to get another job.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think it was uh, a couple of months after that, I get a call and I get a job in another city that's nice. like, um, three and a half hours away. Whoa. And it wasn't like those, you know, come for an interview, um, apply, you know, that kind of thing. It was like straight up, you know what, we just want to talk to you, see if you're ready for this job. Mm. And I, when I went there, they were like, yo, we like you. If you want to sign, you can sign and then you can start.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, but it was in another city. Was that a problem? For me it wasn't because i wasn't I, i've been in long, long distance relationships before mm-hmm. but the thing is we never had that conversation mm-hmm. that what happens if i get a job in another town mm-hmm. or what if i had what happens if i get a job in another in another country you know we never had those conversations mm-hmm. so we had that conversation when when i got the job offer and she was like yo you know you've you're almost on the brink of depression because of your unemployment. Yeah. I think you should just get, you should just go. Yeah. She was an anchor for me at the time. You yeah. Know, she, she, she helped me with the whole process of moving and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um. Like she knew the place. So she hooked me up with the place to stay and all that. She mm-hmm. did everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She literally did. Every- I mean, my mom helped with the rent money and stuff, but she, she literally was my anchor at that point. Yeah. Because I don't, We'd never had relatives in that city before. Mm-hmm. Never. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So even to say I'm moving to this place, I don't know where I'm going. So she knew people and they hooked me up, you know, got a nice place to stay, um, started my job well.
0: But why do I get the feeling this long distance had an impact on your relationship?
1: It's It ended up having an impact. That's when we go to the next red flag.
0: Mm, what happened?
1: So... I'm working during the week and on Thursday, Hmm. I just decided, you know what? Um, I've been working and I just need a day off. Yeah. So I call my bosses and I'm like, can I get Friday off? Yeah. And they're like, you know what? You've been doing a good job all week. Just take today and tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Oh, nice. So as soon as they said, take today, and tomorrow You were off I I was like <laughs> I'm off You know I didn't even think twice I was like These guys could change their mind Yeah
0: <laughs> no. I'm not taking no chances
1: No chances at all So yeah. I drive back home mm-hmm. But this whole time I'm driving I can't be on the phone texting her mm-hmm. And at the same time You know Back to the phone business My phone switches off Ah <sighs> So I'm driving back home, yeah. and I decide, no, I'm not going to go home. I'm going to go to her place.
0: To surprise her. Hey, babe, I'm here. Surprise. Yeah, you know. Mm.
1: I actually wanted to call, but then... You couldn't. The phone was off. Yeah, you couldn't. And that's when I was like, you know, first thing tomorrow morning, I'm buying a car charger. Yeah, yeah. That was, I was like, first thing tomorrow morning, I'm going to buy a car charger. Yeah, yeah. Because right now, I could have been charging my phone while driving. Mm. So I get home. I get to her place, knock on the door. She opens the door. She's clearly surprised. Yeah. But she's happy.
0: Oh,
1: nice. She's like, but why didn't you call? I'm like, this is the phone. It's literally off. I yes, could have called did, you yeah. phone's yeah. off. Actually, can you put the phone on the charger for me? Mm-hmm. So... Get to a place Puts the phone on the charger We have a wonderful night If you know what I mean
0: <laughs> um, I think I have an idea you know. Because if you already described it as the best thing That's ever happened to you, <laughs> you know, Yeah, so
1: So we, you know, we we And While, like, we're in the middle of, you know Having sex, her phone rings Mm-mm. And she ignores it mm-hmm. And I'm i at the state that I'm in, I'm like, don't you dare answer that phone. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. Don't you even look at it. Yeah. So after we're done, um, the phone rings again mm-hmm. and she picks it up. Okay. And when she picks the phone up to answer, you know, the name flashes, you know, who's mm-hmm. calling. and this is the ex that I know. These other two X's no idea about them but this one that's calling you know this is the ex that i know about like i have all the details i know about and it was
0: definitely the name that flashed up
1: it was definitely him because it was Mm. his name and his picture too
0: Mm. okay
1: so she answers the phone and that's when her phone snitched on her because her phone is loud oh so she answers the phone and the dude is like where you at are you home and she says yeah and the dude is like okay i'll be there in 10 minutes Mm-mm. and she's like no don't come
0: Mm-mm.
1: you know and the dude is like screw that i'm coming and she's like no i said don't come and he's like why and she's like i'm with my boyfriend and as soon as she says i'm with my boyfriend there were two guys in the background i could hear laughing and then wow. he's like oh okay and he hangs up Damn. So to me, I was like, first of all, why would he be calling to come to your place? Yeah. But then again, I'll be like, okay, fine. Then why would he be coming with people? And, you know, but she did say she's with her boyfriend. So yeah. it shouldn't be a big deal. Mm. But anyway, I'm still going to ask. Yeah. So I asked her, you know, why is he calling you? And she's like, you know, the truth is he's been nagging me for a while. And he's been wanting to come and see me. And this is the first time that he's actually made an effort to come and see me. Yeah, whatever. And I'm like, but why would he, you know, I mean. He sounded very confident on
0: the phone. He sounded very confident to say, are you home? I'm coming through. He was. This is not someone who's.
1: This is not not someone who's trying to test the waters. Mm. Yeah, it's not that he was confident. He was cool. He was like, yo, I'm coming over. You know, that kind of thing that I'm, 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 I'm not asking. I'm I'm telling you you that I'm coming, you Mm. know, so in hindsight, that's when I started, you know, in the moment, you don't think about these things. You, you try to think about, you, you know, you try to say, you know, my person wouldn't do this, you know? Mm. So, I mean, I kick myself every time I think about that situation, because I should have thrown a fit on the day but i didn't i was like oh okay cool so what are you gonna do about it (laughs) and then she blocks his number while i'm there like she literally says you know what i'm blocking him i'm deleting him and she she blocks him and everything from the from from like while i'm there and i'm like okay that's 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 good enough for me.
0: You know, I'm just thinking your your name is really befitting of this episode Zola because it means peace, yeah. calm and tranquil. I mean, you have exactly. had three situations that you should have blown your top off, but you are remaining peaceful, cool, calm and collected. Not even I, not I, even, I, not I, not
1: I even. don't know how you did it. Any other person. Yeah, any other person would have gone be. ballistic. I I sh- I should have, man. I, sh- I really should have, but I think it it, it's, it goes back to the person that I am, mm. that if I feel that the reaction is late, then I shouldn't react at all because I think about four or five hours later, mm. that's when my mind started telling me things, you know? Yeah. And then I was like, I should confront her about this, but it's five hours. So I mean.
0: It might be a I'll good thing. Need it needs. might be a good thing that you're not really impulsive with your emotions like that, because this is how some people end up, you know, doing things that they regret. You know, you know, because they react so in the moment when emotions are really high and they have adrenaline and they're angry and anything can happen. But for you, it's exactly. the other way around. So I think for you is actually a blessing in a way because you do not uh, act on impulse. You give yourself time to digest, True. and by the time you want to react the way you're supposed to, it's been so long. Your response is more calculated and more rational.
1: Exactly. You know. But then so I feel that if it's delayed, then might as well. I yeah. Mean, we fixed it. She blocked him. I mean, that's that's Damn. it.
0: Okay. So she blocked him, and then and then what
1: happened next? So, so this part of the story will be of significance later on. So I'm at work, and she calls me. She's like, she calls me up and she says, do you have money in your bank account? I'm like, of course. Hmm. She says, I need you to send money to this account. Um, the guy's in a bind. <laughs> who's, a the, who's the guy? It's going to be my next question, so, given this girl's track record. She, she just said, he's a friend, he's in a bind, and I don't have money to send him. He's like in serious trouble. Okay. Um, can so, you send money? I'm going to stop you right wasn't there.
0: Even a, I'm going to stop yeah. you right there. Did you ask who is this guy? i did okay i
1: did and she just said it's a friend mm. you know him oh oh you know okay. and i'm like okay fine which one is it and mm-hmm. then she describes one of her friends and i'm like okay cool i know him okay. i know him for real okay okay I just that his name didn't ring in my head mm. i'm very bad with names by the way
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so
1: and the money wasn't even a lot i think it was it was just something like like 20, 25 bucks, I think, okay, okay. um, equivalent to USD. It was 20, 25 bucks. And mm-hmm. i like, ah, it's not even a lot of money. So, and she said, I will pay you back. Not you will pay you back, but yeah. I will pay you back. Mm. And so I send the money through.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: as, as I am saying out the account number to the teller, she calls his name and she says, um, this account belongs to so-and-so and. Mm. like okay cool send it through and then she calls me like 15 minutes later she says yo the money came through thanks a lot Mm -hmm. i'll make sure i'll pay you back and Mm -hmm. she did actually Mm -hmm. she did pay me back not too long after Mm -hmm. and but this name for some reason that's when i think god's got my back because this name for some reason did not leave my mind
0: yeah yeah for the first From time. I mean space, you you did say you're bad with names, but this one's I'm very
1: bad. <laughs> and this one's so 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 and God
0: like, pulled through for you on this so,
1: one. <laughs> so every time we're meeting with her friends, I'm expecting her to introduce this guy. Mm-hmm. But the names that she's introducing are not the money that I sent to. Mm-hmm. So the name ended up being like, you know, engraved in my brain. Mm-hmm. And I never really Figure it out at that point why is that so you know yeah so this name stuck in my head and then um it got to the point where i actually decided to introduce her to my mom and we'd been dating a while i think it was almost over a year now Mm -hmm. and then i was like you know what let me introduce you to my mom and my mom being my mom she makes a whole event out of it you know wow she calls her friends ah she calls you know my favorite aunts my brother had to drive all the way from the uh, the city that he was working in wow she made it a thing wow and so this happened oh no i left i left a very important detail like Mm. When her birthday came up, I mm-hmm. decided to show out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I bought her a phone. Nice. But because the phone that she wanted, I couldn't afford it. I ended up buying, you know, those um slightly used, you know. Oh yeah. Those, yeah. You, know, you know, you know, those slightly used phones. Mm-hmm. So it turned out that this phone was it was an Android device, it was mm-hmm. rooted. Mm-hmm so it was rooted the owner didn't want a rooted android device but what you mean it's rooted? you know like when they when they move when they remove the system and they put another one so now oh. you have access to all these developer files and stuff like that
0: oh right okay it, okay it's, yeah,
1: it's yeah. it talk yeah. okay okay so it was new because the owner didn't just didn't want a rooted device so i got it for a mad discount mm-hmm. so uh, i got her a phone i got her clothes got her flowers took her out You know, Mm. you know, when you show out for your girl and you feel to yourself like, yo, yeah,
0: you really went out. Yeah.
1: You know. So that's that's gonna help you understand when we go, when we when we when we start talking about the breakup. So she finally meets my mom, and she's got this brand new phone, big, big screen. And Mm. I'm walking behind the table Mm -hmm. and you know, I don't know. I don't know. The thing with me is, I'm a nosy person. Everyone knows that I'm nosy. Okay. I'm a very nosy person. If right. I get into your car, the first thing that I'm gonna do look is around. open all the drawers, <laughs> all the air with it, pull down the visor, p- push any buttons, see what it will see what. It, that, that's me, that.
0: Oh, so I'm okay. naturally
1: a nosy person. Right. So I'm walking behind her. I. And her phone is in my line of view, mm. and I see her, and she's texting the ex.
0: The same one who called and was like, "What are you doing? I'm coming."
1: Exactly. That Lord of on
0: mercy. One. Okay.
1: So, I mean, this is the heat of the moment. My mom is happy. Her friends are happy, and all that. And but from that mm. day on, my day was ruined. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. It turned to from blissful to and this is on the day that you're meeting my mom the the mother that you wanted yeah. me to introduce you to
0: yeah and the one that she and kicked up a stink like about this. earlier yeah
1: you know so you know what I'm, i i i brushed it off i did whatever finished the day i'm driving yeah. her back home yeah and my mind tells me yo ask about the text and then the other part of me is like, but she's gonna ask how you know. It it and shouldn't you don't want to be uh, like the paranoid boyfriend. Yeah, but
0: it shouldn't matter yeah. because you know what you saw, you saw what you saw, you've got something to back you up. This is not you know, this is not a rumor, this consistent. is not a suspicion. You've got some real hard facts.
1: Yeah, I mean that's I in, again. So please tell me you asked that question. Did not. <sighs> did not ask. Zola we got home. Thank you for the day. Yada, yada, yada. We drive back. A week later, we go out. And this time a friend was driving us. Mm. So we were seated at the back and this ex calls again. But then when he calls, his number is not reflecting. His, His name is not reflecting. It's just a number and she answers the phone but Mm. with this new phone Mm. um i can't tell who's talking on the other side oh because
0: it's not as loud as the previous one
1: it's not as loud as the previous one yeah and as soon as she hangs up she just straight up tells me that was that ex. and she owns up she says he's been changing his numbers he's still been calling me and you know there's nothing i can do if a guy changes his number and calls me i mean i'll assume it's a work call so if it's him i'll just you know five minutes five seconds and then hang up and i'm like as soon as you find out it's him you should just hang up you shouldn't yeah should
0: be entertaining a conversation
1: and that became another fight <sighs> that's when she started calling me insecure and i'm mm. like but i you can't say i'm insecure when you're doing things that make me ask questions. Yeah. And at that point, I know I should have asked, but you were texting him last week. But then I didn't. So in hindsight, that might have not been a good move. Hmm. And again, I'm clouded by this whole we're happily in love situation. I just introduced you to my mom. You know, I'm saving up money to buy an engagement ring at this point. What? I'm I kid you not.
0: Well, why are you thinking about an engagement ring when you've got exes lurking in the background?
1: You know, the thing is, she would have this thing of pacifying me, or I would have this thing of pacifying myself. Why were you so why were you happen. so
0: hung up on this woman?
1: I have got no idea, fam. I mean, yo.
0: How much of a part did the good sex have to play in all of this?
1: It wasn't just, it wasn't just the sex too. It was the whole relationship. The sex was great. I'll, I'll, I'll admit, but even the relationship was smooth sailing. I mean, have you ever had a relationship where nah, even nah, 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 your nah, skin nah. begins to glow? Yeah, like, no, you it, know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, do, do you know that—that's dope. But to me, this is not smooth sailing when you got exes popping up left, right, and center, bro. That is all yeah. the reason why it's a very bumpy relationship. Well,
1: so, so, so what I was it? What
0: was it really?
1: So, I man, man. It was exactly that. I mean, the thing is, we would always have these things like months apart. So this X would pop up and then months would go and then the next X would pop up and then mm. months would go and then this new uh, one And would for
0: me, this up. is all the reason then, why I'd be running away because there's too many of them popping up left, right and center. But you're thinking exactly. about an engagement and, ring. Okay, were you hoping that the engagement ring will get rid of
1: these Xs? I was hoping I would get rid of those exes.
0: By putting the engagement ring on there?
1: No, by loving her, correct. Because from what she was telling me, all these guys were dead.
0: But you're not loving her incorrectly, though.
1: Yeah, that's true. And that's why, in hindsight, I don't feel remorseful about what happened later. Because I did everything right. I mean, I gave her a lot of leg room. Okay, it so, was
0: a loss So now I want to know that one thing that happened later Because already for me She's got too many red flags with these exes To be getting yeah. the attention that you're giving her So what then got to that point When you were like nah this is it Because I can't imagine it getting
1: worse sure. than this really What actually killed us now was
0: mm-hmm.
1: She Would play on my insecurities And at some point I started really being insecure Yeah like very, very insecure. And that's when, you know, I did, you know, I broke the number one rule in relationships. Don't pick up the phone. Don't go through your girlfriend's phone. You know, I broke those rules countless times. Yeah. Okay. Uh, countless times, but every time I would do that, I would not get, you know, things that would feed my insecurities. Mm. I would get things that would assure me that nothing's going on, you know? Mm. So, It wasn't that I was going through a phone, like sitting down, flipping through stuff. Mm. It's like every time a message would pop up and she would ask me to handle the phone. I would not hesitate to look at what's on the phone. Mm. If it's someone that's calling, I would not hesitate to look at who's calling. Mm. If it's a conversation she's having on the phone while we're driving, Mm. I would not hesitate to eavesdrop. Mm. And so this one time she gets a text. And she asks me to hand she asks me to hand her the phone. And I hand her the phone. Hmm. And the name has got uh, one of her girlfriends. Um uh, the one of her girlfriends' names is saved on the phone. <laughs> okay. But there's no there's no picture. Okay. And then I look at the and I look at the message mm. and the message did not sound like her at
0: <laughs> it, all. It, it didn't add up. Yeah.
1: Like I know this friend. Yeah. Like she is a snob to the to the max yeah yeah. and she would never say this Mm. so the text uh trans loosely translated was like hey mommy are you asleep or the boss is back yay wow so i handed the phone yeah and two days later the same number sends a text same kind of text but there's a kid now On the picture on the, on the picture. So I ask her and I'm like, yo, whose kid is that? Mm. And she says, ah, it's, it's one of her cousins and I'm like, okay, cool. Mm. So this other day we're driving. No, she's, she was the one that was driving. Mm. And this, this call comes up Mm. and it's the friend again and I don't know if you can get this but it was the the weird number with the weird the weird name with the weird texts yeah and this time i the number called for i think she was like no don't answer it let it ring and so what i had what i ended up doing was i put the number in my phone i just oh. did it as if i was texting oh
0: yeah of course because you could see the number. number Yeah, yeah yeah
1: yeah so i put mm. the number in my phone mm. and when the call stopped I just put the phone down so it was subtle she's driving she didn't even notice a thing yeah so when we're home now um i try to send money to that number and guess which name pops up
0: mm. dx
1: the name of that friend that she wanted to send money to you remember the account yes, name
0: yes yes yes
1: and this name was engraved in my brain
0: so so so, so, so when you saw so, okay up.
1: Mm. And I immediately go stalker mode, hundred percent. Like girls don't, girls don't, don't have anything on me when it comes. To <laughs> I promise you. Wow. I mean, I go to his Facebook, his Instagram, yeah. and I actually notice that I have never seen this guy before.
0: Mm.
1: Like it's not a friend that I've seen. If she says it's a friend,
0: it's someone outside of your circles.
1: It's way outside yeah. of our circle. Yeah, yeah. And then I went to one of our mutual friends that I suspected would know this guy. And I was like, mm. Yo, do you know this person? And the person just casually answers, like, Oh no, that's 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 Dolly Sacks. ah, the third one. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah.
0: And like, Yeah, yeah. Oh dated in college. They
1: they they dated <laughs> for a while. And this, oh, this, wow. this person is like telling me all this and they don't know that they are driving a stake through my heart, oh. you know, and they're like, oh, ah, I don't worry. He's, he's, he's off to some other country, you know, he's, you know, and Damn. that's when my mind went dark. Yeah. That conversation, my mind went dark
0: because mm-hmm.
1: it was like a face-to-face conversation. We didn't have this conversation over the phone.
0: Mm-hmm. It
1: was something that I just said, no, let me ask her.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: so with me, when my mind goes dark, um, my go to drink is gin. Hmm. But then the g- gin has got two effects on me.
0: Hmm.
1: It's either it clears up my mind or it makes me paranoid as hell.
0: Which one did whenever it make
1: I drink you- gin, I get paranoid. It's either my mind is cleared up or I get paranoid. So in this case, the paranoia kicked in. Hmm so i knew that if i get home to this girl and i give her mind-blowing sex she's going to pass out
0: and then you get to go through her phone
1: i get to her place Mm. mind-blowing sex she passes out Mm. like completely
0: Mm.
1: i mean she was snoring she Mm. she wasn't even flinching Mm. that's when i take her phone and when I went to that number, the funny number, yeah, there are no WhatsApp texts or anything. There's nothing. It's just blank.
0: Damn. She's good.
1: Like, there, there's nothing.
0: She's good. She's good.
1: So I suspected that when, she, when I asked her about the kid on the picture, that's when she deleted the texts. Mm. So I decided to send myself a picture just to see if this is legit Because WhatsApp doesn't care If you delete chats If this person is your frequently contacted They will appear on the list Okay It doesn't care So I go send a picture And The top three names Were her mom And then there's that number mm. And Then there's some other friend
0: You weren't even in the top three fam
1: I wasn't even <laughs> in the top three <laughs> Wow it was her mom Then that number Yeah And then another person Yeah yeah so no actually he the person was on on was also on number one it was the first the first contact and then yeah. her mom and then the other person wow and again i'm high on jen paranoia mm-hmm. kicks in so what happened is mm-hmm. i deleted her whatsapp i put it back and you know she had been saving her chats on google drive i just say update on google drive oh
0: and so you've restored the backup
1: all those chats came back Damn. from like six months back
0: yeah you're good you're good you're good
1: and she has been talking to this guy ever like the only chats i could get were the one from that mo- were the ones from that month like six months back but it shows that they've been having conversations since way before Jeez. and dude if i tell you the stuff that i saw on there
0: yeah
1: i mean these people were these people were legit in a relationship. Damn. You know, sending each other nudes, I, planning I, meetings, I, planning, you know. Hmm. And I mean, I just put the phone down and I left. That's what I did. I put the phone down and left. Damn. And when she woke up,
0: mm-hmm.
1: because. I didn't even like lock the phone or anything. I just put the phone down and left. So when she woke up and she couldn't see me anyway, yeah. and she picks up the phone yeah. and she sees all these texts that I deleted. The day. And it's the first thing that she sees when she unlocks her phone. Shit. Yo, so, so she, so, so she, she knew. Starts, she, she obviously knew. So she starts mm. calling me mm. and she's like, yo, he was blackmailing me you know he was promising me things you know and all that and i did not even respond to them i think i responded the next day and i was like yo you you took me for a clown and all this while i've been having all these things pop up but this is this is it for me like i can't deal with this that was when we broke up Now, there was no closure, no nothing. It was, that was it.
0: Oh my goodness. You know, that's that, that's all the reason that you needed. You know, that was the closure. And uh, I guess just as I'm wrapping this up, yeah, I, I, I don't know. This is why I'm always saying exes should not be entertained. You can't be friends with your exes because that's how you end up in situations like this. So just to wrap this up, the lessons that we got from Zola earlier on was that uh, never ignore red flags. If baggage comes, that's lesson number one Lesson number two, if baggage comes It's okay to say it's too much and stop at that point Because he could have stopped at the very first conversation That my ex is meant to buy me that car And then last but not least uh, Trust your instinct, trust God Because sometimes it's all you need Just to get yourself out of a hot soup You've been listening to another episode of The Feeling Station I'm your host Tinto And I look forward to catching you next week Peace
1: Tell me what you're feeling
0: Sadies andaro rainy and chagezain Tell
1: me what you feel now
0: that it's over Sati and andaro rainy and chagezain Let me talk about my feelings let me talk about my feelings yeah Do not motor no talk to jitter myte Jitter love is a fire Do motor no talk to jitter